Good morning. My name is Stephen Capaldo, and it is uh, Friday, December third, twenty twenty-one. And thank you for joining us on this uh, for this message. And today I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, um, Ecclesiastes and uh, some of the viewpoints expressed there, and try to relate them to things that are going on now, and uh, and see where it goes. So I'm going to go to Ecclesiastes chapter two. I said within myself, this is Solomon, come now, I will test you with pleasure to see what is good. Yet behold, this too is meaningless. I said of laughter, it is madness, and of pleasure, what does it accomplish? So Solomon, I, I would say, has a very confused soul. I mean, maybe he doesn't know what he's testing for or what he's trying to achieve, but there's, it's not, it's not meaningless to, to have pleasure or to see what is good. Or to have laughter. Laughter is laughter is a very good thing. I mean, it's, it takes a lot more of your facial muscles to frown than it does to laugh. Laughter is is a good thing. Uh, I guess it's what your intent is and what you're using it for, what kingdom you're using it for. But uh, Solomon here, he's he's clearly he's he's uh, he's a confused soul. You know, he doesn't know which which kingdom he's working for, and you know what's what's the what's the purpose of his uh, purpose of his existence, and that that becomes clear, you know, throughout the book. I thought deeply about how to cheer my flesh with wine, letting my heart guide me with wisdom, and how to grasp folly so that I could see what was worthwhile for the sons of men to do under heaven during the few days of their lives. So he, he's got very, you know, he's flesh and wine and wisdom and folly. I mean, he, he doesn't really seem to be able to have discernment or be, to be able to distinguish, you know, what is it that his soul really desires, you know, and, and who he really is and what he was created for. Uh, so it's... He comes to the conclusion that human pleasures are futile, you know, that they're, that they're meaningless. And, well, if you're working in that kingdom, if you're working for the kingdom of man, uh, it's that you're using free will to work that way, to do that, instead of working for the kingdom of God. Because the kingdom of God, uh, you know, Yahweh, all that is always, right? That's, that's what the God is. That's what the Almighty is. So, really, there should be no there should be no other except that we use our free will to put that into our existence, to put all of these... These other things, you know, like uh, uh, Satan and Lucifer and devil and evil and fallen angels and this type of thing. We, we use our free will to put those things in our lives. But those, as far as God is concerned, there should not be any duality. You use your free will to love and worship him and uh, to, to seek truth and to be light and, um, you know, have life, have spiritual life. Uh, but Solomon seems to be confused about, you know, what kingdom he's working for. And it, it really, it gets, it gets more uh, obvious, I think, as you go along. I increased my possessions. I built myself houses and I planted myself vineyards. I made royal gardens and parks for myself and planted all kinds of fruit trees in them. Now, this would be a wonderful thing to do on new earth where you have perfect environment and God says, okay, take care of the earth, you know, and, and create and, and bear fruit and bring back the fruit. But if you're doing it for your own possessions, if you're doing it for your own empire, you know, they talk about empire building, that then you're in the kingdom of, of, of man, which uh, ultimately is, it, it's, it's not the kingdom of Christ, it's not the kingdom of God, right? I built myself houses and I planted myself vineyards. I made royal gardens and parks for myself and planted all kinds of fruit trees in them. I constructed for myself pools of water to irrigate a forest of flourishing trees. I purchased male and female servants and had other servants who were born in my house. Well, none of it is necessarily bad. It depends on the intent. You know, uh, you know which, which kingdom? Are, are you really working for 
the Almighty Creator, and and you know, uh, you know, filled with that spirit, regenerated in that spirit, and your mind being renewed in that spirit, or you're going the other way. And Solomon again, you know, the the divided soul, the double-minded soul. I also owned more herds and flocks than all my predecessors in Jerusalem. So even boasting about it, I also amassed silver and gold for myself, as well as the treasure of kings and the provinces. I acquired male and female singers for myself, as well as the luxuries of humankind, vaults and vaults of them, the luxuries of humankind. And I think this is really what uh, what the, the, the Matrix is, is about. You get trapped into this mentality of, of stuff, you know, just uh, uh, acquiring stuff and, and uh, you know, it's, um, fruitless relationships with people and, you know, uh, doing things to please man instead of doing things to please God. And this is what the matrix is. It lures you into this kind of, you know, mentality of uh, using people and getting stuff and um, just just acquiring things for your own glory instead of uh, doing things for the glory of God. You know, there's, there's a big difference. And you can take two things that look perfectly fine, but depending on your intent and motivation, one is for God and one is not for God. So I became far wealthier than all before me in Jerusalem, yet my wisdom stayed with me. See, he's bragging. Well, see, I, see I, I could be wealthy and wise anyway. You know, he's bragging about all this great wealth and then bragging that he has wisdom. I, decide my, I denied myself nothing that my eyes desired. I withheld from my heart no enjoyment. My heart took delight from all my toil. This was my reward for all my labor. Yet, when I considered all that my hands had done and the toil I had expended to accomplish it, behold, it was all futile. See, now there he's getting some wisdom and he's realizing that all of this stuff that he did, it was for himself. It was not for the, not for the glory of God, right? And chasing after the wind, there was nothing to be gained under the sun. Then I turned to consider wisdom, madness, and folly. For what more can the one who succeeds the king do than what he has already done? I realized that wisdom is more beneficial than folly, as light is better than darkness. A wise man has his eyes in his head, while the fool walks in the darkness. Yet I also came to realize that the same destiny befalls them both. Well, the same destiny, really, you have a destiny, you have a calling, you have a portion, uh, you have something that God wants you to do. So it's, it, it comes up to your, it, it, really what it depends on is your desire, your intent, and your motivation. Is it for God or is it not for God? Uh, and that's that, that's really that's really the issue. That's true wisdom is to realize that uh, you're you're made in His image, created by Him. He wants you to be regenerated and restored in Him. This is really what He wants. Um, and anything else, it's any, anything else is folly. It's vain. It's futile. It's meaningless. That the, that other thing that you're chasing, that other you know, kingdom of man thing, you know, debt slavery thing that you're chasing. That's the one that's meaningless, right? Then I said in my heart, I, even I, will have the same destiny as a fool. So why have I become so wise? I said in my heart, this too is meaningless for the wise man together with the fool is not remembered forever. For in the days to come, both will be forgotten. Alas, the wise, just like the fool, must die. Well, no, the soul doesn't die. <laughs> so, I mean, he's, he's very confused about what his purpose is in life. Um, and we, we all, you know, we've all been there. We've all been there. I mean, uh, look, you know, if up until a couple of years ago, you know, you probably thought your purpose was one thing. And now you might think that your purpose is totally another thing. 
and that that's one of the things when we get to the to the end of the year when we get to the the one hundredth message, I'm going to just kind of recap some of the things I, I've learned about you know doing uh, doing these podcasts and you know preparing for the messages and trying to use my my voice and some of the skills uh, that I've acquired from from past work, um, and just to talk about that and and how really that uh, your perception of who you are and what you're here for can change totally and it can change very quickly uh, depending on things that are going on. And what's been going on in the world the last couple of years? I mean, uh, um, I, I don't, I, I don't see how you can look at that and just stay the same. Uh, a lot of people maybe just want to stay the same because, from where they stand, it hurts too much to change. It hurts too much to look at reality, and it just hurts too much. And so they just they want to be asleep. They want to be sheeple. They just they just want to try to do something. Uh, so they'll be left alone and won't be hurt more, not realizing that the failure to change and the failure to look at the truth of the evil that rules over us, the failure to do that, it results in worse uh, situation, a worse worse condition, more pain. It's just worse. So I think that's that's the thing that uh, you know we we need to learn is that you know doing nothing in the face of of what's going on in front of us. Uh, that that's going to lead to a worse situation. But convincing people, more and more people are being convinced, but still convincing people, there are a lot of people that don't want to be convinced. So, you know, we, we do what we can with the situation that we have and the people that we meet, the people we, we cross paths with. We try to, you know, show them, show them the love of Christ and talk to them if they want to hear. But, uh, you know, you can't force people at the same time. And that's, that's one of the frustrations of the, of the current period is that you see more people waking up to things but you also see people who are just hanging on, just hanging on the best way they can. That's going to be worse. And so I hated life. There you go. These people, you know, they're hanging on, but they're hating life at the same time. Because the work done under the sun was grievous to me. All is but vapor and chasing after the wind. I also hated all the fruit of my toil for which I had labored under the sun, because I must leave it to the one who comes after me. See, you wouldn't mind doing that on new earth. You would, you would do it as a labor of love, right? You'd have a, a, a renewed mind. You know, you'd have the mind of Christ. Who knows if he will be wise or a fool? Well, it depends on your decision. You have free will. You know, that's the whole point is you have free will. You can be wise. You can have the wisdom of God. Or you could be a fool and reject the love of God. Yet he will be the master over all the fruit of my toil, for which I had wisely labored under the sun. So why does why do you care what other people think? I mean, you know, just consider what your relationship is with God and, and what you're going to do. Uh, why do you care what other people think? It's not about what they think, it's about what you think. And how you use your free will to act on those thoughts. This too is futile. So I turn my heart over to despair over all the things for which I had toiled under the sun. For sometimes a man who has labored with wisdom, knowledge, and skill must hand over as an inheritance to someone who did not work for it. Well, it's, you know, <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's up to you. I mean, it's, this, this, is, this, this is not a reason. See, this is an excuse. You know, this is an excuse not to change. This is an excuse just to stay where you are, you know, where you've been indoctrinated the last 30, 40, 50 years. It's just an excuse. Uh, oh, because some idiot is going to inherit what I did, and what I did was great because I have all this knowledge and information, and I have all these skills. Well, no, that's the wrong way to look at it. The right way to look at it is you do it as unto the Lord, right? You do it because this is your portion. You do it because this is your calling. 
And who inherits it, inherits it. You know, maybe, maybe inheriting it is what they're supposed to do and, and maybe learn how to put, uh, put the, these new resources to good use. But I mean, to, to use as an excuse, well, I don't really want to work because some idiot is going to get it, is going to benefit from it. That's really old earth thinking. That's, uh, that's really the, the matrix type thinking. This is debt slavery, unhealthy competition thinking. Not, not healthy competition, but unhealthy competition. This also is futile and a great misfortune. For what does a man get for all his toil and longing of his heart for which he labors under the sun? For all his days, his work is pain and grief. Even at night, his mind does not rest. This also is futility. So this, this poor fellow, you know, he has quite a few hang-ups, you know, and he doesn't really rely on um, the, the love of the Almighty Creator. There is nothing better for people than to eat and drink and to find enjoyment in their labor. This too, I perceived, is from the hand of God. For who can eat and who can have joy apart from him? Correct. For to the one who pleases him, he gives wisdom, knowledge, and joy. But to the sinner, he gives the task of gathering and accumulating wealth to give it to one who pleases God. So in other words, if you reject the love of God, you will lose what you could have had, right? That's the, the sinner, the one who rejects the love of God in, in Christ. This also is only vapor and striving after the wind, right? So if you just, uh, if you are rejecting God, that anything you get is eventually going to slip through your fingers. And uh, it, what, what does it make of life? It makes of life, uh, it makes life a, a vapor and striving after the wind. Striving after the wind, that's the matrix. That's uh, all of these events that are taking place now. That's the striving after the wind. No, you want to follow Christ. That's what you want to do. You want to be regenerated and restored in the mind of Christ. You want to live in your calling, find your passion. Uh, how can I serve? How do I serve other people? This is what life is about. And Solomon, you know, he's far from reaching this state. You know, he's just a very confused soul. He's very double-minded. He, he goes this way, he goes that way. He's looking for the wisdom of God, but he's doing things to please man. So this is the confused state that the world is in now. And this it's not a state that we want to be in, but it, it is the state that we're in presently. So uh, anyway, I'll leave it at that and let people think about uh, about those things, about... Uh, you know, are we doing, uh, are we toiling for the kingdom of God or toiling for the kingdom of man? It's a, it's a very serious subject, especially as we go through this, uh, you know, this final period of old earth and we go into new earth eventually. So I'll leave it at that and uh, thank you for listening and bye for now. What size? Any size. Any, any Is that big enough?
Okay, good morning. Good morning, my name is Stephen Capaldo and uh, welcome to this uh, podcast. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Today I'll do um, uh, another message on Ecclesiastes, uh, chapter 4. I'll finish up a little bit what I was talking about the last time and then I'll go into something about... uh, um, relationships on old earth and new earth and some differences that will be uh, you'll be seeing on new earth so uh, I'll just read a little bit and we'll get started again I looked and saw all the oppressions that are done under the Sun and behold I saw the tears of the oppressed but they have no comforter well they're not they're not um, regenerated and restoring their their mind right in, in Christ they, they don't have that comfort of the spirit uh, they are stuck in the matrix, right? They're just, uh, they're in this dead slavery mentality and they're just, they're, they're stuck. Power is in the hand of their oppressors, but they had no comforter. So I considered the dead who are already dead, more fortunate than the living who are still alive. Yet both, better than both, is the one who has not yet been, who has never seen the evil work that is done under the sun. Then I saw that all toil and all skill that is done come from man's envy of his neighbor, this too is fleeting and striving after the wind. Yeah, that's that's the mentality of trying to please other people instead of trying to please God. To serve other people, uh, serve the Almighty by serving other people, that's one thing. But to just try to please other people and get ahead of them in some type of unhealthy competition, that's, that's another thing. That's the kingdom of man. And that's the duality that... Yahweh, all that, uh, you know, God is all that is always. Uh, You know, God doesn't recognize that duality. He allows free will, and you can do that to yourself. You can tap into all of this other stuff and make it your reality, but for him it's not, it's it's duality, and it's not, uh, he he does not recognize it. Uh, But you can have, you can have all the influence you want of fallen angels and Satan and Lucifer and devil and all that, you know, any type of evil you want, but that's, that's, that's something called duality, and we, we make it exist through our free will, and we bring these things into our lives, but it's not God's wish for us. Then I saw that all toil and all skill that is done come from man's envy of his neighbor. This too is fleeting and striving after the wind. The fool folds his hands together and eats his own flesh. Okay. Better is a handful with tranquility than two handfuls of toil and striving after the wind. Uh, you know, the quality rather than the quantity. Again, I saw something futile under the sun. There is one who has no one else, neither son nor brother. Yet 
There is no end to all his toil. His eyes are not content with riches. So for whom am I toiling and depriving myself of prosperity? This too is meaningless, a grievous task. So he's having one of his fits that, you know, everything, everything is worthless. And I mean, haven't we all kind of felt that certain days? You know, you get up and you, you didn't really want to get up and you just, what, what it is, everything seems to be meaningless and there just seems to be a certain futility. No matter what you try to do, you know, you can't, you can't have a logical, rational argument with certain people that will never change their minds, that will never be open to any other influences, they've been indoctrinated, or they are the evil ones perpetrating all of this on, on the people. So that, that certainly can give you uh, you know, a sense of frustration and a sense of disappointment. But you can't live in that. You have to live in the power of the Spirit, right? You have to live in the power of the Spirit uh, and, and, and let that, uh, you know, that guide your life instead of, you know, uh, trying to navigate your way through, through the, uh, the, 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 the tribulations and the trials of, of the, 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 the matrix, the cabal, you know, whatever you want to call it. Uh, their day will come, you know, this is, uh, people get worried, well, what's going to happen? See, they're like a, a snake that with the head cut off, you know, and the rest of the body is just flailing away, you know, trying to do this and trying to do that and having more lockdowns and having more vaccine passports and vaccine mandates and, and just trying to make people uh, miserable and make them slaves. This is, this is their last gasp. Eventually, you know, we're going to have a lot of death and destruction, but eventually we will have restoration and, and a new earth uh, millennium. That's, it's, it's, uh, it, it's part of the text. It's part of truth. It's part of reality. This is what's going to happen. How much death and destruction is going to be before we get the restoration, that crossover. But even now, you can live in restoration. You don't have to live in the death and destruction. Decide which kingdom you're working for. The true kingdom or the false kingdom. And that's it. Even, even now, with all this false crap going on, you don't have to live in the false kingdom. You can live in the kingdom of God, and you can operate that way. And uh, now I'm going to read this next passage, a little bit about uh, relationships now and relationships then, you know, old earth and new earth. And it says, uh, two are better than one because they get a good return for their effort. For if they fall, the one will lift up his companion. But oi to the one who falls and has no one to lift him up. Furthermore, if two lie together, then they will be warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though a man might overpower one, two can stand against him. Moreover, a threefold cord cannot be quickly broken. So now we have on planet Earth, we have, uh, we have kind of typical uh, romantic Hollywood relationships, you know, that are really put, where people put unrealistic demands on each other and uh, have unrealistic expectations and usually leads to some type of, uh, uh, you know, trying to get uh, more things, more stuff. You got to get married. You got to have kids. You got to have a house with a white picket fence. And this is what, the, this is old earth. This is, the, this is the expectation. But to finance all this, you have to get caught up in this debt slavery thing. So it's not, it's just not a very deep approach to relationships, but it's, it's really old earth. You know, that's, that, that, that's how, how we view it. And uh, new earth, now what's, what's going to be different about new earth relationships? Because we've, we've already learned in the text, I think that, you know, we're not going to have families and children in the same way. So what will it be? I mean, basically, uh, we're going to be, you know, uh, brothers and sisters of one body, you know, one body, uh, body of Christ. Uh, ascended, raptured, risen, uh, new, new bodies. But the, the idea of these, this, uh, there is a, a, a concept or a model that is coming for new earth. Uh, it's starting now a little bit, but it's coming for this, the, the future that's coming, is the idea of a twin flame. 
And a twin flame is basically one soul but two physical forms. Uh, and it's what they're supposed to do is to show uh, people what type of relationship, uh, what, what a real relationship is, you know, a real uh, relationship. Is it really, is the physical romantic relationship really the key? Or is spiritual romance, is that, is that even deeper? Is that, is that even greater than the, the typical physical Hollywood ro romantic relationship that we're used to now? But it really has to do with uh, one soul, two physical forms, a, a unified soul, that across all different types of activities, they have a deepening divine love, a deepening love in God, a deepening spiritual love. In their romance, it's a spiritual romance that is even more powerful than a physical romance. Uh, maybe they operate a business together. Maybe they, maybe they uh, do some type of, uh, give some type of social assistance or community assistance to people. Maybe they do some type of spiritual work together. But whatever, in all the realm of activities that this couple might undertake, in each area, they operate together, and they what they show is uh, deepening divine love in in every area, no matter what it is. And so this this is the way in which they operate as a unified soul, even though they are two distinct life forms. Uh, so that's really the type of relationship we you know when when we read things like we're not going to marry and have kids in the same way. This is the type of relationship that we will be characteristic and, and kind of leading the way in the in the new earth in the millennium period, the perfect environment that God will give us, and He'll tell us, okay, go out and uh, go out and and bear fruit and bring back the fruits of your labor for this new for this new earth kingdom. So uh, that's a little bit on that. Uh, uh, it's usually called some kind of twin flame or something, and it's uh, it's just starting a little bit, but it's it really is for the new for the new earth. So I just wanted to put that out there, and you can do some research on that and find out what you what you think about all of that. Better is a poor but wise youth than an old uh, old and foolish king who no longer knows how to take warning. For he came out of prison to become king, though he was born poor in his kingdom. I considered all the living that walk under the sun as well as the next youth who stands in his place. There is no end to all the people, to all who were before him. All, also those who will come later will not rejoice in him. Surely this too is meaningless and striving after the wind. Watch your feet when you go to the house of God. Draw near to listen rather than to offer the sacrifice of fools, for they do not know what they are doing wrong. Uh, this idea of listening, I, I think that's, that's a very important thing. I think that people have done too much talking and not enough listening. Um, I think that's what gets us into trouble, is that you know, we kind of like to hear the sound of our own voices, and we don't really listen to what other people have to say. It doesn't mean you, you absolutely follow what other people say. You need discernment in what they say, but we, we've just become too closed-minded, and I think it's got our old, old earth into trouble and it's got us caught up in this uh, this uh, system under these uh, these uh, whatever you want to call them globalist elites the people that want to con want to control people and, and hurt them uh, we don't listen to new ideas and we don't have proper discernment to separate the good ideas from the bad ideas we just keep stay in the lane keep the head down don't change don't consider other possibilities and it really has done a disservice to all of us so I hope that's some food for thought, and I'll uh, stop there, and thank you for listening.